Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. At Rural First, we're the leader in rural construction loans because we don't work here. We work out here. We live rural, which means we know just what you need to build rural. Our dedicated team of loan specialists works with you throughout the construction process. And with our digital tool, you can manage your project all in one place. That's how Rural First gets you closer to what matters. Rural First is a registered trademark of Farm Credit Mid-America. NMLS 407249. Equal housing lender. Loan subject to approval and eligibility. Other terms and conditions may apply. Visit RuralFirst.com for more details. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So, maybe listen on headphones if you're at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Jolenta. Yes, Kristen. You know I love some green, leafy plants. Uh, yes. Back when we lived by the Nature Fix, I fully realized, like, your true level of plant obsession and how you love just, like, wandering around outdoors encountering uh, the green world wherever you go. Yes, but you know what I don't talk about very often? The fact that I'm not fully on top of the green world inside my very own apartment. Oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> but I'm confused. You have so many plants. Are you saying that you just kill them all? Are you not a good plant parent? What is going on? I'm saying that I think I could be a better plant parent. And fortunately, Jolenta, my friend, there is a book that assures me that it can help with that. Uh, well, then let's get started, Plant Mommy, because I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. And this is By the Book. In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. That's right. And for this, our seventh season, we are exploring hearth and home through self-help books. And today, we're tackling the greenery inside our homes with the new plant parent, Develop Your Green Thumb and Care for Your Houseplant Family by Daryl Chang. Yes, 
Daryl Chang is a home gardener, photographer, engineer, and business analyst living in Toronto. A few years ago, he created the Houseplant Journal, first on Tumblr, then on YouTube and Instagram, where he documented his journeys with his houseplants, including the ups, downs, troubleshooting, and successes. Not long after launching the Houseplant Journal, people by the thousands began writing in with questions about plant care. The resounding consensus seemed to be that they couldn't find or didn't trust the plant care information on the internet, most of which focused only on specific plants or neglected to embrace the fact that plants are living things that we should love and embrace, not sculptures. And so, Daryl compiled his knowledge in a book in 2019 called New Plant Parent, Develop your green thumb and care for your houseplant family. In New Plant Parent, Daryl Chang posits that loving and holistically caring for plants should be as enriching for the plant parent as it is for the plants. The natural world balances life and death, beauty and decay, growth and decline. Beyond the visual enjoyment, a well-placed plant provides deep satisfaction that comes from caring for its needs, watching it grow, and even mourning its loss. Once you understand the adjustment period and accept the concept of a subjective lifespan for houseplants, you will be freed from feeling disappointed when you find that your plant has changed and discover new ways to appreciate and love all your plants. Here's how you do it. Step one, adopt the plant parent mentality. Be honest with yourself about how much you're willing to adjust your lifestyle to suit each plant's needs. Aim to understand. Be observant. Don't expect every plant to look beautiful all the time or every plant to live forever, as all living things have their life cycles. Accept that even healthy plants will lose leaves and change shape. Understand that you will sometimes encounter problems, but that those problems will be yours, not the plants. And enjoy the process of caring for your plants and watching them grow. Step 2. Light. Light, not fertilizer, is a plant's main food. It's what a plant eats to produce carbohydrates. So make sure your plants are getting enough of it by gauging the intensity of light each one is receiving. You can use an app that measures in candles. Low-light plants like philodendrons and pothos need minimum 5 to 100-foot candles. Succulents and cacti are the only ones that do well in 8,000-plus-foot candles. A large percentage of plants are happiest in indirect light or on a windowsill with sheer curtains. And no plant will thrive in a windowless room under fluorescent bulbs, even if it manages to stay alive. Step three, soil. Soil nutrients and good soil structure are necessary for root health. So keep your soil healthy. Most potting soil has enough trace nutrients to last a year, at which time repotting with fresh soil will provide a fresh supply of nutrients. You can also try a liquid fertilizer once or twice a year. Just be mindful not to over-fertilize. If a plant is living in compacted soil, regularly poke holes in the soil with a chopstick to aerate it before watering. Or, if the plant is small enough, submerge it in a tub of water for an hour until the soil is happy and evenly moist. Step 4. Water. Don't just water all your plants regardless of type on the same day every other week. Plants are different and have different needs. Leafier plants generally prefer evenly moist soil at all times. Cacti and succulents like to be completely dry most of the times. Plants in direct light will try to stay cool by evaporating water through their leaves and will thus need more of it. Pour slowly. The moment you see water draining into the saucer under the plant, stop. And while tap water is fine, plants also love rainwater. Step 5. Propagation and Repotting 
some plants will put up miniature versions of themselves a short distance from the main stem. These babies may be repotted in separate pots. Bushy compact plants, like snake plants, can simply have their root balls cut in half and have each half repotted where they'll expand to fill their new pots. With viney plants, you can take stem cuttings or leaf cuttings, put them in water-filled clear vases, and then plant them when they develop roots. And any plant whose roots are outgrowing its pot should be repotted gently into a larger pot. Step 6. Pests. Unfortunately, pests can spawn no matter how careful you are. Upon discovering a pest infestation, no matter how small, immediately isolate the plant that hosts it. Try pruning, natural pest spray, or soil replacement. Depending on the plant and the severity of the infestation, you are entitled to decide that it would be easier to simply discard the plant in the interest of time and for the sake of the rest of your plants. As Cheng says, you win some, you lose some. Step 7. Acquiring Houseplants Nurseries are the best place to acquire plants as they tend to treat plants with great care. Plant trades are also a great option as they provide a social and loving way to acquire and pass along plants you're ready to part with. But even a convenience store can have happy plants. Just be sure to look closely under the leaves and at the soil for any signs of ill health or pests. When you bring a new plant home, accept that it will have an adjustment period when leaves fall off, as the conditions in your home are different from the ones it had in its last home, and different still from their native environments, which may have been a forest floor under a canopy of trees. That's what the book says, and so that's what we did for two weeks straight. Oh, Jolenta, I am so excited about New Plant Parent, and I'm excited to hear how it went for you in the first week. I'm glad you're excited, Kristen, because this book came at a very good time for my household. We are getting a little plant crazy right now because uh, I don't know if you remember this, but before we even started production on this season, I told you that uh, Brad, my partner, and I were like considering making moves towards like maybe getting my IUD out and making a human baby. But then I found out I have lupus and I had to go on medication that makes that not possible right now. And then COVID happened at the same time. So those plans are on hold until the health of everyone, including like the world, feels a bit more stable. Mm -hmm. And basically, long story short, we have gotten very into plant babies in order to channel some of our excess energy, uh, especially Brad. He's like balls deep in plant parenthood (laughs) right now. Oh, God. Um, I love being deep into Planned Parenthood, but probably not up to the balls. No. Right, right. I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) Regardless, I started with step one. That is getting into the plant parent mentality. Mm -hmm. And so to do this, I had a talk with one of my oldest plants who, to be honest, I'm kind of hard on. And uh, I wanted her to know that after I read the book, I realized I've been... I've been sort of unfair to her and had some sort of like plant stage parent expectations. So here I am apologizing. Ramona, I wanted to officially apologize. Uh, I think I've been too hard on you. I've been talking shit about your brown leaves and like shaming you about your yellow ones. And turns out I can just prune them and you're a fine, beautiful soul. So... Let me take care of these leaves. And I'm truly sorry, you sweet little planty. Let me get that for you. Oh, poor Ramona. I'm, I'm glad you're giving her some more understanding now. You know, she, Thank you. She, she's not trying to be ugly. This is just what she's going through. She's going through right. what she's That's, going through, right? 
She's going through a lot. Yeah. Side note, she is named after the real housewife Ramona because she is so thirsty all the time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what did you do after that? Thank you. Thank you. So after that, I hit up step two. That would be light, just like what comes right. from your heart, Jolenta. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Love and light. <laughs> this step also involved me making an apology. Uh, take a listen. Um, I need to apologize to you. Because I've been doing some reading for the, for the book. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out that light is the most important food for plants. And I should not have made fun of you when you do like, I shouldn't make fun of you when you do your like plant shuffle, when you like put everything in the sunlight. Uh, yeah. Like it's, it's like the most, it's more important than water. Yeah. I didn't know that. And I'm sorry I teased you. Thank you. Um, I also got us a light meter app on my phone so we can like really pay attention to it if you want. I mean, I think we know whether it's light or not. True. To show your support and solidarity, um, would you mind raising the blinds, like maybe when you're up in the morning? On the, in the window. On the plants, in the the window? In the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that I know it's important, I'll be more involved. (laughs) Ah, yes. Let that light shine in on those plants. I'm on Team Brad here. Mm -hmm. Yes, Brad. Yeah. Give give those plants that light. Yes. I'm learning my lesson. Light is important and not teasing people about taking care of plants is also important. <laughs> would you ever tease a human parent? You take too good a care of your babies. Stop it. No, I never would. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, oh, you care too hard. Like, no, I wouldn't. You're right. You're right. Yes. Got to care for your plants. Got to be a good plant parent. True. True. There's no shame in that. I should not shame people. No, no shame. So what did you do after that? Okay, after that, I did a step five, six combo. Ah, yes. That would be pests, eek, and replanting slash propagating. Right. So, Kristen, one of our plants that is in our bedroom is having a spider problem. Hold on. It's not a spider plant. No, it is not. It is what it is is like a little wooden box my mom sent Brad and I full of like assorted succulents. Oh, yeah, yeah. And... The spider situation isn't like, oh, cute, there's a web. Like, it's a fun Charlotte's Web scenario. Oh, God. Like, we have many, many, many tiny baby spiders flowing like a disgusting stream out of the planter in our bedroom. Oh, God. Like, the window is close to our heads. It's basically, I like to call it our itsy-bitsy infestation because, you know, spiders. No, no. You know they're going to plant eggs inside of you if you don't get rid of them. Oh, I know, no. I was doing some research about, like, in the human lifespan, we we all swallow, like, 20 spiders or something. But I'm guessing we've, like, tripled our numbers with this spider situation. (laughs) So disgusting. Anyway, it's not a good situation. And after sort of evaluating our planter, I decided not all was lost, but... I definitely needed to fully replant all of the succulents. Mm. And how did that go? I put them in a bigger pot. There's better drainage. There's no layer of moss under under the succulents. So I was hoping maybe that would help with like the spiders. And so far since replanting, I have not seen any baby spiders. Yay! No more spider eating in the middle of the night. Yes. 
And also, Kristen, while I was replanting, I did take a few select leaf cuttings and a few like little new baby sprouts out and put them in their own little tray to see if I could propagate them and maybe grow some some little roots and some new babies. Oh, yay. So you're going to be a plant parent, not just of established plants, but little plant babies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yay. Right, right. I'm trying to like force my plants to have babies. Oh, I have to say, I was going to play you an audio diary, but it's like pretty boring listening to someone like quietly replant leaves. So I will give you an update in week two. That sounds like a fantastic first week, Jolenta. I'm glad you love it because now I want to hear about your first week and I hope it is equally fantastic. But if it's not, I won't be disappointed because things that aren't fantastic often cause drama and that is also entertaining. (laughs) So please... Tell me about your first week living by the new plant parent. Yes. Well, as we already discussed, you know, as you already hinted at, some might say I'm a pretty good plant parent already, but... Uh, Yeah, Kristen, you're a very good plant parent. Whenever we have friends that get new apartments, you always give them... A potted plant that's actually a cutting from, like, the first plant you had when you moved to New York 100 years ago. <laughs> and, like, it's a precious antique plant. <laughs> I love doing that. I love doing that so much. And, you know, I actually do usually think of myself as a pretty good plant parent. But, oh, yeah. boy, this book really pointed out to me that maybe I'm not, what? starting with step one. Oh, my gosh. And step one is adopting the plant parent mentality. Yes. And you know what a good plant parent knows? They know how many plants they have. (laughs) For this very first step, I realized I failed. Dean forced me to admit that I don't even know the answer to that. Listen. So how how many plants do you think we have in the house, including the one I brought home from work at the beginning of the whole COVID thing? No counting, just just how many do you think? Um, Including the, okay, in the front window. No counting? Ten. Huh. No, it's way more than a dozen. Um, and how many long, viney plant descendants of the plant you bought when you first arrived in New York do we have? Six. Close to 500. <laughs> we 500. have 500 viney plants and their descendants all over the house. We do not. To the point where when I close the window and occasionally a leaf gets stuck, I'm just like, yeah. Cutting it off. Cutting it off. There's so many vines and leaves everywhere. That means they're being well taken care of. Mm-hmm. They love they're it here. They're eating through the drywall and affecting the structural integrity of the house. They like the wall. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I like it. So, as you can hear, Jolenta, we do have a lot of viney plants, especially philodendrons and pothos. And, I mean, we also have... Two ZZ plants, to be fair. One fiddle leaf fig, mm. uh, a mm. succulent. But clearly Dean is not in love with all the viney plants. So right. he and I agreed that going forward, any viney plants I propagate will be given away. Wait, have you just been propagating them and just keeping them all in a row? Well, what am I supposed to do during COVID? That's true. That's true. That's true. Honestly, I feel you. And I feel like that's a good compromise. Start spreading the love. It all works. Yes. Yes. Um, What did you do after that? Step two. And that's light. Yes. And for this, I downloaded an app to measure the Mm -hmm. light in foot candles, as the book suggests. Obvi. And I was really... None of those fucking lumens. (laughs) Well, I got to say, I was really surprised with the results. Okay. Move to your indoor plant location during daylight. From this location, you will position the camera toward the leaves. Press 
press the measure button. Let's see. Okay, so this is the front window. It says 850 to 1,000. All right, so I think that's too high for a pothos. Here, okay. measure this one. Okay. Oh, it says only three to four. How is it only three to four? That seems like not enough candles. Three to four. I don't know what a candle is. Honey. Okay, let's do the ones back here. So, but it's doing so well. According to the book, that's not yes, enough. The ones back here will be more than a thousand. Oh, definitely. Let's see what we're dealing with here. Oh, God. It's 4,500 to 5,500. That's got to be way too much for philodendrons. Philodendrons aren't supposed to have that much light, I don't think. Kristen, uh, it sounds like some of your plants are just like, what, in a kiln? <laughs> and the others are like being kept in a basement? <laughs> it is interesting that like in spaces that can seem so small, like a New York apartment, there is just such a vast difference of light. Yeah, it's really crazy. So we ended up doing what I guess we'd call the Brad Shuffle, where we realized it's time mm, to move mm-hmm. some plants around. Yep. and Got to shuffle. Yeah. So we put all the pothos and the philodendrons in the front windows. We moved the succulents, mm-hmm. the ZZs, the fiddle leaf figs to the bright back windows. Right. Um, that area that seemed as if it was a closet, we just were like, no more plants there. It doesn't matter yeah, if, the, the, like if the, nothing wants to live yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though they were advertised as low light, no plant wants that little light, according right. to the book. So, well, that's what the book says. Yeah, the book says, like, even if they're alive, it doesn't mean they're having a good time. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So now all the plants have a new view. I love it. Yes. I love it. Is anyone watching any, any like, good windows? <laughs> anyone, like, watching, like, people change? Well, no. all the philodendrons right now are enjoying the road construction on Vanderbilt. So, ah. Uh, Enjoy. Oh, nice. Enjoy philodendrons. I mean, honestly, <laughs> the work needs to be done. So I hope they're learning. Okay, moving on. I'm assuming you did more in your first week. Which step did you hit up next? I did step three. And that would be soil. Yes. And for this, I came to terms with the fact that I have not been staying on top of my soil, particularly with those Mm. leafy plants that used to be located directly on the surface of the sun, the ones that were getting way Mm -hmm, too much light. mm -hmm. The kiln kiln plants. Yes, yes. I mean, it's obvious now, but the back window was turning my soil rock hard, which is why every time I watered Mm. those back window plants, the water actually just went right through like it was Uh, like a straw or something. Yeah, it was terrible. And so after moving the plants, I enlisted a trick the book recommends. All right, so I'm using the chopstick to aerate. Okay. And that probably won't cut the plant's roots. Well, right? I'm supposed to be doing it a certain length away from the main section of the plant. Okay. And I'm going to aerate this. All right. And now let's see what happens when we pour the water in. What? I don't think it's it's not going right through like usual, hon. Huh? No, no, this is the no, plant. It is coming out now, though. Yeah, it is. But I feel like okay. Well, this is such an obvious trick. I can't believe we didn't try this before. Now, Jolenta, I have to point out to you that the water I was using at this moment was not just tap water, even though the author says tap water is fine. Mm-hmm. So. Like, I'm reluctant to ask, what kind of water did you use, Kristen? Listen. <laughs> Wait, what are you doing out there? 
rainwater. Wait, watch your toes. Well, it says in the book that the toes like the rainwater the best. They kind of collect rainwater. That's why they're out there in the rain. No, 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 for the house plants. Oh. Not our flowers. Oh, shit. I didn't put a top on. You think the neighbors can see that I'm topless? Um. No, probably not in this rainstorm or tropical storm, as it's all commonly known. Nope. <laughs> no. No. Kristen. All of the neighbors got the an book eye fall. Say, yes. The book doesn't say go out like a maniac. Like, all, like, couldn't you put the plant in the rain or maybe a bowl out to collect some water and then you water it the next day? Oh. Were you out there with, like, your mouth open? <laughs> I was holding a bucket in the rain. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you. but it's like you can set it there, too. You don't need to, like, supervise. <laughs> but the balcony above us and the apartment above us blocks so much of things, mm-hmm. so I, I felt like I had to lean mm-hmm. over the railing topless and you get You did things. have to supervise. I see. I yes. see. Yes. You needed some sort of, like, pulley rig or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, a I plant mean, parent makes sacrifices. That's sometimes what a plant parent no, does. No, it's true. <laughs> it's true. And regardless of like how you procure the water, it does sound like aerating the soil actually helped a little bit. So I guess I'm I'm proud of you. Yes. So rainwater plus aeration, that means I also did step four. That's right. Step four watering. Oh, <laughs> uh, so proud of you. Hitting all those steps. Yes. But I got to say, while I was busy high-fiving myself all topless and all wet, it turned out mm-hmm. that potential trouble was lurking with another plant. But I'll tell you more about that in week two. Of course you will. And I cannot wait to hear about all the plant troubles. But first, we've got to take a break. Yes. But before we do, have you lived by the new plant parent? Did it work for you? Share your story at facebook.com slash groups slash btbpod or at kristenandjolenta at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at 302-49-BOOKS. That's 302-492-6657. At Rural First, we're the leader in rural construction loans because we don't work here. We work out here. We live rural, which means we know just what you need to build rural. Our dedicated team of loan specialists works with you throughout the construction process. And with our digital tool, you can manage your project all in one place. That's how Rural First gets you closer to what matters. Rural First is a registered trademark of Farm Credit Mid-America, NMLS 407249, equal housing lender, loan subject to approval and eligibility. Other terms and conditions may apply. Visit RuralFirst.com for more details. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Fire! 
Okay, Jolenta, we talked about our first week of living by the new plant parent. Let's talk about week two. How did it go for you? My week two started out with me giving some love to one of my older plant babies and hitting up step three. Ah, yes. Step three would be soil. Mm -hmm. And I investigated the soil situation with this plant that I've had for a few years. Um, Actually, this plant has made a cameo on the show before in a bonus episode. Are you okay with the fact that we're all obsessed with you and we'll do everything you say? <laughs> like you and are like like I have a plant, a house plant named Jordy. Like <laughs> like what like do you like I, I guess you know you have that responsibility. Oh, Jordy, your plant named mm-hmm. after LeVar Burton's character on Star Trek Next Generation. Good old Jordy. Exactly. Yes. Does your plant Jordy also have the ability to see things that maybe the rest of us don't? Well, when Jordy, when when he's wearing his visor, yeah, (laughs) his little plant visor. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Jordy, like Jordy looks good. Jordy is a like beautiful plant, but he just hasn't grown much in like a year, Mm. basically. Mm. Like nothing's changed. Wow. Um, And so you figured it was the soil? Yeah, I was like, maybe it's the soil, considering the book says you should, like, think about it or change it, and I've never thought about it, changed it, done anything to it since we got this plant probably three years ago. So what did you do with the soil then? Well, I copied you. I got a chopstick, poked some holes in to aerate the soil, and... Like you noticed, once I started pouring some water in, it didn't go like straight through as quickly. And fingers crossed, it hasn't been much time. Hopefully, Jordy might like grow a bit more. And if not, like I'm very willing to give Jordy a whole new soil. Nice. And maybe a larger pot too, you know. True. Oh, you're right. You know, Jordy is a snake plant. And like the book says, maybe I should check the root situation. Oh Oh my gosh. Maybe you could do that. (gasps) Okay, interesting. <laughs> or you can split him in half and make two Geordies. I can cut his ball in half. Yes, you can. <laughs> I, I mean, there's no denying when I read that part of the book, I was like, God, I want to cut a ball in half. Oh, my God. Okay, all right, okay. Um, moving on. Yes, moving, moving on. on. What did you do after that? I did step four. That is good old water. Did you also get naked in the rain, Jolenta? Uh, weirdly, somehow I didn't take watering plants to involve getting naked in the rain at any point. <laughs> But I did realize that water is a bit of an issue in our house. You know, since getting hardcore into plants and amassing like quite a collection, they're they're becoming a bit hard to keep track of. What are all the plant names? Oh, <laughs> glad you asked. Okay, so Jordy. Jordy. What's that one's name? I don't know. That was up to his gift to you. I know. Freebie. Shit. See what I mean? Okay, so we got Jordy. Is that Spiky Jessica? Spiky Jessica? (laughs) Dangly Jessica. Great. Okay. We got Baby David Blaine. Yep. Georgina. Georgina. Uh, Beverly. Beverly. Ramona. Ramona and Penny? Yes, Penny. Good call. And then... What's oh, and then spikes in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and then oh, ash, ash, Ugh, yeah. Jolenta, I know that pain. You already heard that. Right? Dean knows that pain. We know that pain. Yeah. So yeah, watering's an issue. Each plant baby has its own water needs. It needs different amounts, different weekly, daily watering. Somewhat soaking. Somewhat spray bottles. Blah blah blah. Yes, yes. How do we keep it all? Straight? What did you do to 
start managing that better. Well, Kristen, I broke out my trusty Bujo, which uh, to you might be a bullet journal. <laughs> uh, and I made a chart with each plant by name, by location, and its watering schedule. And I can tell you, this has been referenced numerous times already and proven to be quite helpful. Oh, my god! You just check the day and go like, does anyone need watering? No or yes. And that's it. Excuse me. Is my co-host now Daryl Chang and not Jolenta Greenberg? Because uh, this is his plant possibly. journal in his book. He has that plant journal. I know. Wow. Bitch. Yeah. So impressive. I am so blown away. Wow. Thank you. If there's anything I love, it's an excuse to break out like all my school supplies and, and, you know, make something in a notebook. Yeah. You love a handmade spreadsheet in your bullet journal. You love it. Oh, fully, fully. <laughs> the more handmade, the better. Nice. And so what did you do after that? So to end the week, I sent Brad out to do step seven. Yes. Acquisition of new plants. Mm-hmm. So we have these hanging bases that we use in a few of our windows so we can have, you know, the shades up, the sunlight come in, but there's still something sort of blocking a window so neighbors can't directly see into our apartment. You don't want your neighbors to see you topless, apparently. Yeah. Unlike some people, I don't <laughs> want my neighbors to see me naked. And I wanted some air plants, like some bigger ones with some volume, you know, to go in those vases. Mm -hmm. And once our local nursery opened back up again, you know, with their outdoor six feet apart operation... I sent Brad to acquire some new babies. Oh, yay. Welcome home, plants. So I thought I'd give you a little treat, Kristen, and let you listen in on our baby naming ceremony. So you brought the babies back from the nursery. Yeah. And now we have to name them, too. Ah, I've got to name the air plants. Do we want, like, a twin name? Because there are two of them, but they live separately, so it doesn't matter. I get nervous because what if I kill one and then it's yeah, but like, we it. name all the plants and we've killed a lot of them. Like R.I.P. Minty and Stevie Burlap and all the rest. <gasps> and George. I forgot Stevie Burlap. What right. You know, we kill them all. So let's, what are we going to name them? Hmm. My first thought was Pinky in the Brain. But I don't know. <laughs> no. Yeah, that sounds great. And Pinky is the one with, that has some red highlights in the office. Oh, good, good. And then the, the brain, brain is the one that has more swirl. Like yeah, it's more wrinkly and swirly. Oh my god, perfect. So Pinky and the brain. Yeah. Done. Yay. Oh, Jolenta, I love how often it comes out that you're actually a 14-year-old boy. You and Brad both. Oh, no, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but that seems like a really sweet way to end. But thank you. Thank you. you. It really does. I'm, I, yep. I, I don't really Just, mean it when I'm teasing, only a little bit. I mean, it's true. Like, my husband is upset by the amount of cartoons I still watch, so it's a thing. <laughs> but, but, hey, it results in some great plant names, and that is a beautiful way to end my plant parent journey. Yes. Kristen, I want to know about your journey. Please tell me about your second week of living by the new plant parent. When we left off, you were doing a lot of troubleshooting with light and soil, but you also hinted there was more trouble ahead. Yes, unfortunately, in the form of the terrible step six. No, that's the scariest step because it's pests. Yes, listen. Hold on, what is that? That's what? It's just a reflection. No, that's a bug. That's a oh, bug on my. Isn't there a bug on your? That's a, bug, a bug on, on my water. water no, no, look closer. 
Look closer. No. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a tiny little bug. Oh, God, it's not a bed bug, is it? Oh, oh. good Lord, no. It's not a bed bug. Where did it's it like come from? natural color. It probably just came off this house plant right here. Oh, God. Do we have pests on our plants? They might not be pests. They might be good bugs. No, 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 no. The book says we're not supposed to have pests. Oh, well, in that case, it's probably a net. What is a net? Oh, it's the lava of a head lice. Oh, my God. Dean, shut up. Never joke about lice. No, don't Ugh. do it. Back when I was a nanny, lice do you know how many kids had joke. lice when I was a nanny? So many kids had lice. Kristen, so when I was in third grade, I got lice twice in a row. It was the worst. Oh, God. It's Ugh. so bad. All right. It's so bad. Lice aside. Ugh. Gosh, now my head is itchy. No, no. Don't touch your head. Don't touch your head. Okay, so wait. What did you do with the bug? Well, what I did is I uh, tried to apprehend the bug, and Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure out what it was, but I did know the next step would have to be to separate that particular ZZ plant from all the other plants, keep it isolated, Mm. and I kept a very close eye on it. I checked its leaves and soil several times a day, and thankfully, no more pests appeared, and as far as I know, there are still not lice anywhere on my person. Boof. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. Just keep checking for that. But yes. I trust you and I trust your bug solution. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, I'm just going to do the same thing you do, though. If, if it turns out there's more than that one sighting, I'll have to repot the plant like you yeah. did. But fingers yeah. crossed that doesn't need to happen, right? Fingers hardcore crossed. Yes. So after the bug debacle, what did you do next? I began researching all the other plants we might acquire. As Dean made clear, he was tired of all the vines in the house. So I figured we could get something different. And I decided after lots of research on a peace lily. A peace lily is something that comes up a lot in the book. Um, Clearly, the author, Mm -hmm. uh, Daryl Chang, likes peace lilies. And all the research I did showed that they actually are pretty good house cleaners, too. They're supposed to be really good for cleaning the air, which is great in Brooklyn. And um, once we decided that a peace lily is what we wanted, Dean and I headed to our local nursery to get it. Shout out to the Natty Gardener in Prospect Heights. What? That's where Brad went to get our air plants. Shut up. Really? <laughs> oh, man. It's our favorite. We love the Natty Gardener. They're so good. They're the best. You think this one looks a little sad? I mean, there's a couple of dead. Oh, no, that might not be a dead flower. That might be a live one. Maybe that's just the color they are. Maybe I'm wrong. Because look, it looks like it has a stamen in it. It definitely has the most bush. Flash in its sex. Kind of neat. It definitely is the most leafy of all the ones I've found. And then that one's curved a bit to the left. (laughs) Dean, this isn't a bathtub scene, nor is it a topless rain collecting scene. Stop making everything dirty. Yeah. We're we're not even talking about balls here, Dean. No. We're not even cutting balls in a half. Like, come on, stamen is a reach. But Anywho, we brought we brought home our new piece, Lily. Yay. It is adjusting very well so far, but we yeah. are fully prepared for any adjustment period being, you know, rocky. Like if some leaves fall off or whatnot, right. we're fully prepared to do what needs to be done. And we're not expecting perfection from this plant. No, you don't we'll have to. We'll do the to. best we can with it. Just going in with the right mindset with our new plant. I love it. What did you do after that? My favorite, propagation. Uh-oh. Dean hates that one. Yes, yes, he does not like step five. Listen. Hun, why are there vines in jars again? Because I'm propagating. 
I'm propagating viney plants. I'm propagating plants again because didn't we have this conversation? I thought we weren't propagating any more viney plants because of the 500 we already have. No, we just agreed we wouldn't keep them afterward. Really? And so, who's getting this batch of propagated vines? Kristen, Dean has a very solid question. Who will be receiving your batch? You know what, Jolenta? It is you. You are receiving what? the new viney <gasps> batch. Yes, you. No. Yes, you. Oh my gosh. Brad's yes. going to like shit his pants. He oh loves my. vines. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so All glad. All he does is try to make our one vine plant like go further. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, these plants will do the job for you. And I just feel like <gasps> I haven't seen you in so long. Oh my God. Between COVID and your health. I know. And we haven't been in the studio together in like five months now. And I can't yeah. remember the last time we drank Prosecco together. So... I just figure if I can't spend time with you, then maybe one of my 20-year-old plant babies can spend time with you. So um, uh, watch out. I'm going to be bringing some plant babies to you soon. We can do a swap like the book says. Oh, my gosh. Really? I'm pretty sure one of my babies I propagated already has some little roots. So (gasps) I bet I could put it in a little container. Oh, my gosh. We're going to totally plant swap. Oh, my God. We're having a swap. From a social distance. From a distance. Right. Well, I'll probably make Brad do it. I don't do anything. But, you know. That's okay. You just like, you you just wave out the window at me or something. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. I love it. I love it. Uh, What a good way to end your second week. Yes. (laughs) Giving me shit. (laughs) It was a fun way to end the week. Indeed, it was. And we'll talk more about whether or not we would recommend the book in just a moment. But first, a reminder, we love hearing from you. Have you lived by the new plant parent? Share your story with us at kristinandjalenta at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at ByTheBookPod. And of course... Don't forget to leave us a voicemail at 302-49-BOOKS. That's 302-492-6657. At Rural First, we're the leader in rural construction loans. Because we don't work here. We work out here. We live rural, which means we know just what you need to build rural. Our dedicated team of loan specialists works with you throughout the construction process. And with our digital tool, you can manage your project all in one place. That's how Rural First gets you closer to what matters. Rural First is a registered trademark of Farm Credit Mid-America, NMLS 407249, equal housing lender, loan subject to approval and eligibility. Other terms and conditions may apply. Visit RuralFirst.com for more details. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Okay, Jolenta, it's time to get down to business. Did the new plant parent actually work? Would we recommend it? Business time. Verdict. Yes. Okie doke. First thing first, this book, very fun read. Simple, straightforward, delightful tone, a good sense of humor. And I have to point out, the pictures are to die for. Oh, so beautiful. So, so beautiful. good. It's truly like just some nice, 
crisp, clean lifestyle porn involving lots of plants. Yeah. And I don't know if he has like a heavy lighting crew of 50 people who come into his house oh, to I make mean, all these plants book, look like I'm this. Sure, right? But they are like coffee table book level like, it's photos. so gorgeous. They're so They beautiful. really made me bummed we had a digital copy of this book because I wanted to like touch the pictures. Yeah. Very beautiful. Very, very beautiful. Pictures aside, I actually learned a lot about plant care from this book. You know, I love practical advice and actionable advice. And this is just all this book is. Plus like just good information you can know about how things grow. And I have to say, considering the state of the world and my health, like this book was very refreshing. It got my focus off of my bullshit, off of like depressing bullshit in the world, which like while it needs to be focused on constantly, like you're allowed like hot seconds to breathe. Mm-hmm. And um, it's nice to just put your focus on something sort of like pure and beautiful and like just sort of a neutral reminder of of like life and why we're, you know, trudging through all the insanity we're trudging through. And caring for my plants like definitely has become more of a respite, especially now that I have a better understanding of it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's nice to have something to zoom in and focus on that's like natural and beautiful and like feels somewhat good for the world and good for your your like little space while the world falls apart. Hey. So does that mean you're recommending the book? Oh, yeah. I recommend the book just for the pictures, let alone the actual super practical advice that's incredibly helpful when it comes to keeping indoor plants. Nice. Nice. How about yourself, Kristen? Well, I have to say, first and foremost, I just loved the emotion in this book. It's such Mm. a sweet, loving Valentine to plant ownership. Uh, Daryl Chang clearly adores plants, and he really respects them as well, which I think is fantastic. Um, Where they come from, the fact that they are living things and that we shouldn't be treating them like sculptures. Um, The fact that he doesn't promise ridiculous things. Like, you know, some plant bloggers will say like, oh, if you treat them right, you can grow it in a closet. Or if you do this or that, you can make this plant big enough to plant in your yard. He doesn't make any statements like that. Nothing he says is exaggerated, everything is measured, and everything's really simple and straightforward. I love that there's not tons of complicated add-ons. It's really like light and water are the main things. Mm -hmm. Now pay attention to your plants, respect them, watch them grow, revel in the little things they do, the changing of the positions of the leaves throughout the day, the fact that when they're very well watered that some of them will actually have moisture coming out of the leaves, which I loved watching. I didn't even talk about that. But throughout these two Mm. weeks, I loved watching the water on the leaves themselves drip off when I watered them a little too much Um, and just enjoying those special little moments with plants. They are living things and they're beautiful things. So um, even when they're not beautiful, they're beautiful. So I loved all of that. I will say that um, it is a little bit repetitive Mm. at certain points. It probably could have been a long pamphlet instead of an entire book. Um, That being said, I still loved this book and it still left me smiling and making me feel even more tenderness toward my plants. And I think that's a good thing. So like you, Jolenta, I'm totally recommending this book. Well, we agree. I love it. I love when we agree. <laughs> it happens every once in a while, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's a beautiful, beautiful note to end this episode on. Because that's it 
for this episode of By the Book. Yes, it is. Huge thanks to our fabulous production team at Stitcher, our producer Daisy Rosario, our engineer Andy Christens, our other producer Brandon Nix, our chief content officer Chris Bannon, and also thanks to Nate Wida who composed our theme song and the Rizzos for performing it. Don't forget to stay in touch with us. We love hearing from you. Share your plant stories with us. Have you read The New Plant Parent? Are you a new plant parent? Are you an old plant parent? Send us your thoughts, your experiences, your questions, your suggestions for future books to live by. Our email address is kristenangelenta at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at G, at kristenmeinzer, or at bythebookpod. Also, please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or in Stitcher. It helps other people find the show. It's almost like, you know, when you're shopping for books online and you see that mm-hmm. the book has five stars, you're like, I want yeah, that book. Like, I want to read that. Yeah, that's what we want for our podcast too. Yeah. It's almost like when you're sick late at night and compulsively checking the podcast charts and you notice you've slipped off the top 200 in comedy and you desperately, desperately want your listeners to start reviewing you again to give you something to live for at 3 a.m. when you're on your computer. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah. Rate us. Review us. Give you us know, five stars. Tell a friend about the show. Until next time, I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. But I went out without clothes on, too, so the neighbors saw me topless. All right. Whoa, what? Yeah. We got to keep it in. I I caught it, but I can, maybe I can put it back in later. All right. Stitcher. At Rural First, we're the leader in rural construction loans because we don't work here. We work out here. We live rural, which means we know just what you need to build rural. Our dedicated team of loan specialists works with you throughout the construction process. And with our digital tool, you can manage your project all in one place. That's how Rural First gets you closer to what matters. Rural First is a registered trademark of Farm Credit Mid-America. NMLS 407249. Equal housing lender. Loan subject to approval and eligibility. Other terms and conditions may apply. Visit RuralFirst.com for more details.